0: Welcome to Retail Checks and Balances, a podcast that takes you behind the scenes of the bustling world of commerce and culinary delights to help you grow your business and win. Join us as we explore the fascinating stories, trends, and challenges that shape the retail and hospitality industry, from cozy corner cafes to sprawling shopping malls and everything in between. And now, here's your host, Kevin Spencer. Welcome again to Retail Checks and Balances. Today, we have an IT manager in a supermarket chain with over 20 years' experience, Michael Cabajero. Michael, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Kevin. It's, it's an honor to be here. Um, I, I feel privileged, based on the list of auspicious guests you have had in the past, Um, I, I, I really feel, um, privileged to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: I I think everybody who, um, who's a guest on, 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 on this podcast brings their own level of awesomeness. So you are among the, the great guests that's going to be on this podcast, but, um, I think specifically being 20 years in the same business. Is a fantastic achievement, and you should not—you um, should be very proud of that. And um, just the wealth of experience that you bring to the table should not go unmentioned. You agree?
1: Yeah, I mean, um, twenty years, and not just twenty years of experience in the IT field, because I do believe that you could be in retail and just do IT alone. Um you really learn the facets of retailing in terms of being in the store, doing inventory, you know, um stocking up on on your goods, order leveling. Uh, you know, if there's a there's a list of things that you have to learn in order to actually give the people um the solutions that are IT related. And yeah, you have to know the business in order to do that.
0: Oh, exactly. I mean, um, it is a crucial role. It is as is a crucial role in any business, and ensuring this these seamless operations of these bustling retail spaces um, is just as enlightening as anything else. But I think retail hospitality is its own niche and its own general animal, because you know, as we we see. you can't live without retail, right? Everybody is selling something. Everybody has a product to sell. Everybody has a service to sell, which is retail. And, uh, and what we've seen in the pandemic, you know, is that the retail businesses are the one that had to prepare um, a lot for the demand, especially on the um, the food side, the, the supermarket or grocery side, in order to keep... Um, Keep people um, hungry, bellies full, right? Because everybody has to eat. You agree? Correct. Um,
1: and w- what my experience during that pandemic was that that was the first time that people noticed that um, grocery um, employees were deemed to be the, the 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 people who you turn to in order for you to, to, to supply you with your goods. Um, the, the, the lines that we had outside, letting in people one by one, we we kind of changed our uh, our opening hours to help the elderly, letting them come in a little earlier than the, the rest of the the, the um, our customers. I mean and it it was the staff as well they they did such a, a excellent job in coming every day. Even at the risk, because at that point in time, it it was a risk just to be outside. Um, you know, you, you everybody had to stay inside. Everybody had to wear masks. You had to change the whole way that you did your 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 work. And um, the the term essential workers applied to us because at that point in time, we were very essential.
0: Ah, uh, exactly. I mean, big time. I mean. They couldn't shut down supermarkets, of course, right? No. Um, but what I wanna, what I want you to elaborate on, Pussy, is um, let's talk about how technology forms that backbone of of modern supermarkets. Um, you know, as an experienced IT manager in this supermarket industry, um, t- take us on a walk in terms of the intric- intricacies of Managing the entire IT infrastructure from the point of sales systems to inventory management, as you you know we were talking about just just now, and everything in between that. Okay,
1: well, um, it 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 really starts with um, your your backbone or your highway, which is um, how you're connecting to these sites, these different sites. So you start off with um, having a, a network. Um, that you could communicate properly with and you could receive the information and the data um, on 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 the fly so um, you start with your networking and then now uh, you choose um, your systems that um, is going to be in line with the business units and what 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 I have done in in the past is that, Usually IT does not um, send the business units in the direction that it has to go. Um, IT rarely conforms to what the business unit wants to go. So usually um, I would I would look for systems that will make the business better. Um, your point of sale is very critical because that is where does that's, that's your, your back-end system to record your sales, to balance your caches, to cut POs, to do receiving. And that system has to be, you know, at the forefront of your 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 IT setup. And also um, at the end of the day, when all said is done and all the sales are done, you still have to take account of what went wrong and how it went wrong. And that's where your inventory management man, man, comes into place. Um, you, 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 you. I just came from a, a inventory management count, and that is what determines how how we performed in the last three months, because we do um, inventory management quarterly, and we have in, in in the past we have actually brought down our shrink levels to below one percent, and that's phenomenal. Wow. Yeah, I mean, wow, it is. That that is uh, absolute, absolutely excellent for us. And further to that, we also um, we don't close our stores. So imagine getting your shrink at one percent with your store remaining open and still selling as normal. Um, so we had to employ certain strategies in order for that to be exactly right and 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 come out as correct as possible.
0: Oh that that is very amazing, I must say. I mean, I think a lot of retailers would love to be in in your shoes. Um, and we know that supermarket face unique challenges when it comes to technology. Um, along those specific hurdles you just mentioned. Um and I think that a, a big one as well, you know, we know these days is ensuring data security, um, handling that large-scale transactional, and as you said, implementing that innovative um, online ordering systems. Um, but I want to get specific on cybersecurity. Um, I know you, you probably spend sleepless nights, um, you know, ensuring and, and, and praying that um, those ransomware attacks don't happen, correct? Correct, that is so true. Um,
1: I, I don't think that there's that one package that will solve everything. I think what you do is you probably look for a lot of different pieces to the puzzle. And even with all those pieces to the puzzle, um, there's still a chance that somebody could still attack you but you must be prepared for, for uh, the quick turnaround for the business to 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 resume selling because that's where um, not just the loss of data but the fact that I have to be down and uh, we saw that happen with a with a major supermarket chain um if, if it wasn't last year the year before mm-hmm. and it took them a while before they could they could actually start back properly selling, and that the, the millions of dollars that probably were lost in that period—that's uh, right, right. that's phenomenal.
0: Yeah, it's 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 disheartening for anybody to go through that. I mean, even if if somebody is your competitor, you really don't want, from a business perspective, for somebody to go through that pain of being attacked by by those uh, cyber thieves, as we it call them. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. Exactly. Um, You know, know, a lot of people, and you specifically said it, how you were were involved in the inventory count because you want to make sure that goes smooth from a technology perspective, because the technology is what will send the data to reporting. And, um, you know, Getting into the daily operations of of certain aspects, aspects, sorry, of the business is is how you provide your proactive problem solving techniques. Yeah, would you agree with that? Um, and in yeah, sure. minimizing disrupt, disruptions for both customers and staff.
1: Yeah, well, I I, I I do believe that um, you have to actually know what it is that um, let's say management wants in you know, order to provide a solution. I mean, if you misinterpret what they want, then you will provide an incorrect solution, obviously. So um, learning all those little parts that need to be done, what, what strategies that they want to Im- Im- implement, um, you know, those are things that um, is critical in in providing the best support as an as an IT person, especially in retail. Because I I think that there's a little difference in terms of IT and IT retail, because there are a lot of things that they you could open up an IT book and read about, but they never really taught you about scales or scanner scales or. Price checkers or these kinds of things—it's specific to retail. So um, you know, it, it's it's something that you have to be in or be in for a long period of time, I and mean, you you don't really um, come to retail and spend a month and then you learn everything that you need to know <laughs> about retail. It's something that you have to learn—you mm-hmm. know, year after year after year—the same thing grinding out over and over, and then finding the solutions that you know. I, I will always remember um, one time when we were doing um, inventory counts and we used to do the inventory count where we we count the store. We still had the store open, count the store, and then um, we would go, we probably wouldn't finish counting the, the store in one day. And then the next day, we would go and continue to count and scan at the same time. But when we did that, that provided such errors that you know, I, I thought to myself, I said, hey, I, I told the management, I say, what we probably need to do is we probably need to count the store and scan the store in one day. And they didn't listen to me at first. <laughs> and then eventually, they listened to me and that corrected all the problems because that was the strategy that we needed to employ.
0: To keep the Yeah, store that's, that's, that's a significant success that you should be proud of because what you're doing is you know there the only it's it's very minuscule when you think about what's in the basket it's not much especially if you're counting on a day that's not busy you know you start very early um so I think that's a significant success that you should be proud that you've been able to achieve within your within that organization because you know, I I have several customers who who battle with that, um, even from the sense of zeroing the inventory and and not looking at variance, and it, it really was. I kind of talked about it in the uh, previous podcast on inventory, but you know, I think this is a a good um, method that people should adopt in terms of their inventory counting practice. Um, you know, and the other thing I, I think what you mentioned is another important point I want to bring up, because I know you would probably have to bridge the gap between the technical and non-technical teams within your organization. And I want you to explain the importance of what I believe would be effective communication and collaboration for any successful IT implementation project?
1: Well, first to begin, um, it is always easier when you have somebody who is in charge who understands that IET plays a pivotal role. And I think that, that that always makes it easier for you to come to them and, and explain and for them to understand. Um, it, it it can get difficult when there is a non. Um, technology person not an IT person but a non-technology person to explain it to them um what I believe that the, you 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 have to explain it to them um in the best way possible for them to understand what is critical and what is non-critical I mean um sometimes you if just by saying that uh, you know there are keywords that, that a lot of people understand so Saying we can be breached by a cyber attack is something that I, everybody will understand, whether you're, te- you're technical or you're non-technical, because nobody wants to nobody wants to have that happen to them. So sometimes you 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 have to see it for what it is, um, and 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 if they don't understand at first, you you try a different method, you try a different strategy. And eventually, like like what happened to me with the with the inventory, they they see a point, and then you just say, "Yeah, that was a good idea you had," and and you
0: there. Oh, I think you um, you really hit the the nail on the head in terms of my next point. Um, you know, uh, these particular skills that you possess you know, help you to stay ahead of this um, ever-changing landscape, you know, um, where we, you know, we we have those discussions around the future of technology in in supermarkets or generalised retail or even hospitality, you know, where you will have to share um, thoughts or the process of thought with management with different users and uh, upcoming innovations um any potential challenges that you you may have in, in 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 achieving those um you know those strategies um you agree with that
1: well i mean uh, I think more or less if you're dealing with um people who are non technologically um you know advanced and you you have to lay it on the line in terms of cost effectiveness, because everybody understands cost. Yeah. So, when once you once you are able to provide the information that says uh, uh, this will save us this amount of money, or this will reduce this, once you use once you get once you get there, I mean, I think most of the times you find that they 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 the will agree with with those kinds of suggestions it's 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 a lot difficult to to um get innovative types of technology in which is the new technology because sometimes those new technologies you can't see the savings in the in the cost yes okay. yes probably see the saving in um it being more efficient for you to work with or better reporting or uh, or something like that um, and they, you can't really put a, a a return on investment cost on it, and I think that um, that is kind of a little hard to sell at times. But um, eventually, um, you know, on, in, in order for you to keep up with the, the competition out there, you, you sometimes you just have to you have to go the way of of technology. Because I mean, if it is that we decided that. Uh, A point the sales system was too expensive, and we continued using a manual cash register. I don't think we would have been making the amount of money that you would be making now. So, uh, those are the the kind of concepts that you have to picture them for them to understand.
0: Oh, (laughs) fuck yeah. I mean, this this is fantastic stuff, uh, Michael. Let's spin away from this for a bit, you know. Uh, let's talk about you for a minute. What tell, tell tell the listeners about you yourself? I mean, whatever you want to share in terms of your hobbies, you know, you know, what's your path for life? You know, if you want to get that deep, you know, what do you think would be your greatest success?
1: Well, basically, um, I I have come from um. Being working, starting to work in, in an accounts department, where, um, you know, going through the run of the mill, trying to develop a career, and that was like some 30 years ago, uh, and mm-hmm. um, branched off, and and decided that I liked IT, and right. Um, so when I when I when I was at um, a previous company. What used to happen is that I was interested in IT, and I used to go to the IT, the IT department, and tell them, "Hey, if you have anything that you need done, like a like to run something or to to do something on an evening, uh, you could I'll do it for you. It's it's not a problem. I'll I'll do it." And that's how I started getting into IT, and then eventually I got the opportunity to come back as a as a, a systems admin, and he started from there and years passed and you and ended up being the IT manager. Um, and it's something that I like because um, IT is always evolving. Um, but still kind of remains the same because like some of the problems that a user might call you for, you could just close your eyes and you know exactly what the problem is. So you're able to diagnose based on what the person would have said. Um, But it's always interesting because there's always something new happening and new developments, you know, and and basically that's me in terms of, you know, in terms of the the IT, Michael, the IT person, Um, uh, Michael, the individual, um, I pretty much like, I like sports, Um, I watch a lot of sports. I uh, game from time to time. Yeah, digging your
0: green uh, headphones. Yeah. Right. gaming. Sorry, <laughs> fuck that. Gaming hits. Yeah, green <laughs> <The> headphones, right? We going to give it what it is. Gaming headset. Technology. And, it's, and this was the gaming. This it. was specially bought
1: from 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 my wife, so it's 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 pretty good. You know, she she bought this for me. Um, and and spending a lot of time with family and. Actually, helping people is something that I like to do as well. So um, you know, that, that's that's basically my my humble roots. Um, I'm more less interested in in progressing further or getting more knowledge. Um, so that's something that that um, I, I I aspire to do as well, and I like to travel. Okay, I, I realize that I have a thing for traveling. So um, last year I went to. I was in Jamaica last year. It was pretty good, and um, this year I have some plans, maybe to go to Orlando, um, or maybe Barbados this year. So that's that's me in a nutshell.
0: Great, and I think this is this is a, another great episode. I really want to send out a big thank you to you, Michael, uh, for providing us with valuable insight into the world of IT management in supermarkets. Um, we hope um, that our listeners have gained a newfound appreciation for tech wizards like yourself working behind the scenes to ensure that you know their grocery shopping experience is as smooth as possible. Um, until next time, this is Kevin Spencer saying goodbye. Thanks, Thank Michael. You. All right. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. We sure do appreciate it. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This so way we'll get updates as new episodes become available. And if you feel so inclined, please leave us a review. Until next time, friends.